Yo, what up, fellas? Welcome to another episode of Fuck Y'all Feelings. It's the host, Brunson. Got the homies on the line. The boy, Smitty. What's up, Smitty? What up, what up, what up? And the boy, Kilo Brigio. What's going on, Keenan? What up, though? How y'all feeling out there, fellas? Chilling, surviving this corona. Try and make sure you don't get the Rona. Right. Rona, Rona. Yeah. I, bought a, I bought a bunch of gloves. Yeah, I heard you. You, you, you were saying off mic how you spent sixty dollars on uh fucking gloves. Nigga, that, that is insane. I, yes, the reason is when you go into a grocery store or uh, I don't know carts and they don't have no disinfectant. I'm like, I'm not touching that. I feel you. My lady steals them from the uh, doctor's office when we have a doctor visit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a black shit. It is. I remember I used to when I used to go to the hospital visit my dad. I always used to steal uh, uh, tea, that Lipton tea, <laughs> Lipton tea and masks. I don't know why I was tea. My, my boy is a CNA in in Tennessee, right? He said they ain't got no hand sanitizer. <laughs> he said they ain't got no they ain't got no hand sanitizer, no soap. I said he said yeah. He said they took all the industrial strength. He said they you know like he said people are taking the things that you fill the bathrooms with. Wow. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga just still in the bathrooms. So, God damn, that's fuck. That's deep right there. Uh, listen, listeners, I'm gonna let y'all know something. You can't get the Rona from me, even though I sound hella congested. I ain't got it. Although you know, so. But listen, we go. We gonna go through this. We got some very interesting topics. We want to get out there and start it off. Um, so I'm gonna start this off with you, young Smitty. So. We had this conversation, you know, back and forth, and I've been seeing different things in regards to registrations. And these, what I mean by registrations is these lists that people are on because they did various crimes or various maltreatments to other individuals. And I want to get y'all opinion on how do y'all feel about people having to continue to be on registration lists? So like sex offender registration, child abuse registration. Let me get your thoughts. Smitty, I'm going to start it off with you, sir. Okay, so... I, I'm I'm against a continuous registration, especially in the sexual uh, in the sexual offense registration. I don't I, uh, I don't know how how you could continuously punish an individual when they have made and they've con- they have served their time. Right. Um, the fact is that th- the fact is that they are on a sexual registration is, does not prevent them from reoffending. Right. It just it just kind of it just kind of informs you that, oh, somebody did something that was sexual uh, around your area and and you may want to watch out for these people. But at the end of the day, like they serve their time. Right. It's just like, well, a person who murders somebody doesn't mean that they won't murder again. We know there's people who 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 did who murder people that murder again and and we don't make them register, you know, Um so I know there's a high a high probability that a sexual offense crime will be will reoffend, but is is the registration stopping that? Like, I'm so just, let me ask you this: Why do you feel like registration is the punishment? Because to me, I feel like registration is a a warning to the public, a, a knowledge, a letting the public know that hey. We having these individuals move into your area that may that have committed these crimes in the past, and we're just letting you be aware of these uh, individuals in your area for your safety. Because it's ordered by the court, that's why the punishment. It's not. It's not a voluntary registration. It's not something. It's a punish. It's a. It's a. It's a part of your sentence, right? So I'm gonna give you a life sentence that you got to be on a registration list for life, and. Just like I'm against I'm against the felonies, right? Like stamping felons with felonies on their on their record, because at the end of the day, uh, if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't fit what you're trying to apply for, you shouldn't have to disclose it personally. I mean, it should come up in your background that you had a gap in history, but it shouldn't be if I'm you know, I'm saying like, I don't think that if I robbed a bank, I don't think I should go work for a bank, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right. But. But you know what I'm saying? But I mean, with that same knowledge, if you if you rape the kid, I don't think you should be able to live around a school. I'm not saying you shouldn't be. I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to live around a school. I'm not saying I'm not saying you. But I don't think you should have to register for it. But how else would we know? Uh, due to your release. Uh, yeah, but the public won't know your release. That's that's private information. I mean, well, I can go to the courthouse it's, and it's, look it's up. Public. Your it's name. public information, though. Your yeah, right, but I got, your, go ahead. 
No, I'm sorry. I, but I got to go, like, instead of me going to a list, now I have to go get a court docking number to go and search on the court website. Or, does that negate the fact that civil rights don't? Like, I have a right, you know, if I do a crime and and now I've paid my price, I have to wear a stamp or I have to wear a stamp for that for the rest of my life. Like, who I said mean, I'm going to offend? Who said I'm going to offend? Well, I mean, there's high recidivism rates among sexual abuse uh perpetrators there is high and to me I, i'm sorry if you now if you did something as vile as sexually abusing or harassing somebody then yes you got to walk around your life of your life with a scarlet a on your chest you 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 got to be branded <laughs> yes i mean that's some foul shit to take somebody's and um just the civil liberties and invade their their person like that and now I'm supposed to feel bad because you didn't t- like I'm supposed to feel bad because you got to register on a list after you de- violated people like that. So should all criminals register? Though? I think so. I think it's a slippery slope. Yeah. But I, I, I and I think it could be a case by case basis, but I should have the right. I, I put it like this in my community. I should have the right to be able to say, I want you to register if you have any criminal history to make it to my knowledge. to let me know what's going on. Yes, when something happened, are you gonna be the first one to be blamed? Yes, you are. But you shouldn't be a criminal. Okay, let me let me let me I'm that bored. was too far. That was too far. But you know I'm, what I'm saying. Um <clears throat> because you know, let's say I should have the choice where if I move into an area, I wanna know how many sexual offenders are in the area. Because I may just say, you know what, I don't wanna move in that area. That's my comfort. I feel like if you did that type of shit, then that's on you. Like, you know, now, do I think it needs to be like some have a lifelong? I don't think it should be that. Like maybe after five years, then, you don't, you know, you know, without any um, uh, contact, you know, without any issues, then you don't have to do it. Um, I think it should be limited. But, yeah, I would want to know. Now, I do think it's an issue with um, like here in Michigan, the, the age for statutory rape is what, 16? So I've seen issues where like it was this guy I knew yeah. he was like 17. No, he was like 16 and the girl was 13 and they was fucking and he didn't want to be and her her mom knew, her father knew and he didn't want to fuck with her anymore. She was like a little neighborhood runner and you know, he stopped fucking with her and no, it's, it's not uh it's not Amber. Okay. It's not Amber. <laughs> no, I was, I was I I was thinking about the other one that uh, that was lift off of uh what was that stout over by me? Oh man, she was so many bustos back then, but she was thirteen and she had the body of like a nigga, damn near twenty year old, and she lied to this nigga. And uh, you know he didn't want to be with no more. The mama got mad, she got mad, then they want to call statutory rape, and now he has to register. You feel me? And it's like dog, that nigga ain't even like that. You know what I'm saying? We was all young. She was with it. She lied. So I think in instances like that, like you want to take that case by case. You know, like I had a female lie to me. I was 18. She ended up being 14. I just graduated. I'm over her house. You know what I'm saying? Fucking the shit out the little girl. You know what I'm saying? And I go in the room and I see pictures of B2K and I'm like, well, she said she was 16. So, you know, maybe she just got the little write on and word up books and cut them out and put them. I was like, whatever. She so like, wait, B2K. wait, 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 wait. So you knowingly committed a crime. She was 16. No, no I was 18 and she I know, was 16. But, she, but you, we, we just clear. We just stated. Well, 16 is the legal age to sit in Michigan. I 16. think it's 17. No, not in Michigan. Michigan, 16 is legal age to consent. So, you know, especially after that whole R. Kelly thing, I was like, no, nah, I was real, you know, on like, no, nah, let me see your age. You know what I'm saying? Come to find out her girl to tell me like, oh, she's 14. I cussed her little ass out and then that was it. You know, I fucked her later when she was like, wait, wait, did you think it just go... I didn't put my feet on Eddie Murphy couch. Yeah, I put my feet on Eddie Murphy couch. <laughs> <laughs> she got older. She got older. I fucked the bitch. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, okay. You know. She well, dick at like fourteen. I was like, wow, why? You know, I had to look back and be like, why are you? You are really like this at this age. Let's see. That that goes to my other point, right? Is that I know sometimes people develop a little faster, but 
in that child, in, in that young lady's history, she could have been a victim of a sexual abuse. I and think they could so. have been somebody that could that not have registered, and they, this is what had gotten her to this point. Nice, but, but my thing is, my thing is, what about those people who go uncaught, unregistered, right? Um, those uh, like, like the uncles, right? The uncles yeah. and the fathers. But that leads to a previous episode that we talked about that we you we got to make sure as a people, as a, a people, stop trying to make our children hug everybody and stop when they tell you something, stop not believing them when they tell you something just because it's uncle so-and-so and he may be a little crazy or, you know, he came back from the war and he this and that and third. Stop saying you know how your uncle is. We yes. just going to send the kids in there with him. If you know this nigga is a pedophile and been touching motherfuckers I- since 73, nigga, you need to get this nigga out, family or not. Nigga. That nigga was touching on you. So, yeah. So, I mean, I get you, Smitty. I, I get where you're going with, with this, right? Like, I get that it is damning some of these people who, especially in the case like Keenan mentioned, what if we were, you know, just on that cusp, like kind of like that Romeo and Juliet where, you know, we was in a love affair, but the parents got upset and because so how, you could. So let's you know. talk about this. How far should you go to verify the person's age? See, you can't ask somebody ID. All you can do is ask somebody word. You feel me? Because then if you ask me my ID, that's already setting a bad precedence. You know, if you're going to be in, in a relationship or anything. You know what I'm saying? So I think it has to be honesty. Now, at our age, we don't really have that. Like, you're going to see one one or two girls that's in high school that look like she fucking 25. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? We in but our I'm mid- say, I'm, But I'm saying, like, even I'm just saying that being 30, you she hanging out with some older chicks, right? And she happened to be 15, just throwing out the 15-year-old age. It happens, it happens. And she hanging out with some other, she got makeup on, she looking good, and and you come up, you 30, I'm just going to throw it, throw, you come up, you like, ooh, she bad, right? Now, based on based on her, her, her surroundings and who she with, you know she with Keisha, Keisha 25, you know she with Keisha's sister who 18, she with uh she with Mike's daughter who's twenty. So, you know she around older women and the fifteen year olds in the mix and and you try to holler at the fifteen year old not knowing she's fifteen and she you ask how old she she's like she's like oh I'm, I just turned eighteen and you like really but you don't know she's fifteen. So here's my thing. So several things in that scenario, right? A and I ain't saying her friends would do this, but her friends file it. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you probably should." B. As soon as you have a conversation with her, and you, then you can't pick up that she's fifteen, there's something wrong with you, nigga. Because <laughs> if you, at the age of thirty, can't tell a fifteen-year-old that person half your age, y'all conversation should be on two different wavelengths. And if it's that closely tied together, it's something wrong with you. Nah, you, you I think just when say that shit, they they done seen the signs and they just ignore it because they go For off. Sure. Of- well, she said it was, she was this age. No, nigga. Like, I, you know, now when I say close, like how me and old girl was close in age. Like, she said she was she was 14. She looked like she was older than that. She said she was 16. I'm 18. That's a lot closer. You know what I'm saying? So she, I could just say she was immature. But like, yeah, when you like 30 and she 15, like, when I hear you talk, I'm be like, bitch, nah. So would y'all be would y'all be opposed to the law being changed that any 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 person in the age of nineteen or less to have sex could not be considered rape and then put but it see, at the age of twenty? But see, but see, then how about a twenty three year old and a nineteen year old? You know what I'm saying? I think it should be more so of an age bracket, like it can't be any more than three years off. You know, so if you're fifteen, it got to be eighteen, or the girl could be eighteen, or if you eighteen and the uh, you know like. 18 don't count. See, but you know that that, that keeps it, it. It's a it's a case by case scenario because the fact that human trafficking is so real, and even if it was a three year gap with you even being 17 and they being like 14 to 15, like I've seen him young young men human traffic young ladies and or young men because that's what they learn to do or they're doing it for somebody else that's older than them. So. You know, that's a slippery slope to be like, you know. But sometimes y'all both be in high school. You 17, the girl freshman, she 14, and y'all dating, and and y'all explore, and that, that shit, and then now the parents are like, well, 
He raped her. Statutory rape, right? But but y'all both in high school. Like yeah. I said, that's a case by case scenario, right? Like, but they, but it's not a case by case scenario. The the law is going to going to um, put him in jail because you don't want it to be case by case basis. Because you really want it to be, you want it to be, you want there to be definite rules so people can follow them. Yep. You want to be definite rules, but I mean, again, then if that's the case, if if if, if there are definite rules, then know that there's definite rules, and you shouldn't be dating this fourteen year old girl. I know that is not real life. I know that sucks, but to avoid that risk of having yourself go down that road of being, you know, charged as statutory rape when 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 feelings get mixed up or when issues start to arise with her parents or your parents, which is gonna happen, so or then, it's not gonna happen, but it could happen, then you should mitigate that risk yourself. Now, with that said, so we're talking about we talking about children here. We are talking about children. No one is speaking that far. So um, let's talk about this. Should, Remember should, should when I was be... fucking with Kim? Oh, my bad. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Keenan. Remember right. when I was fucking with Kim, Courtney? No, you this right before I met you, bro. This was eighth grade, man. I was uh, you know, I was tall, like I, I went through my growth spur like seventh grade, so eighth grade, I'm like six two, six three. So um I went to the movies, the dollar show, met met this female. Um, she was fifteen going on sixteen, right? My great grandma caught me and her fucking. I was 13. She's 16. My mama find out. And then she's like, oh, that's statutory rape. And I'm like, so I told my like, nah, she's 15. But it's just like, no, I was down for it. She didn't, you know, make me fuck her. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I, I wanted to. I'm 13. Say, why not? But. But if y'all would have went to court, Keeney, she raped you. And I, but see, I would have, I would have stood up. I'd have been like, man, come on, nah. you see me out here, nigga. I, nah, she ain't raped me, nigga. Hey, that was because you was able to have that mindset to know right from right, and like, look, I was consenting to this. Maybe she is older than me. Maybe she know more than me. But like, nah, I was down for this. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's the. Parents. I think that's the question that parents should be asking their kids. Because a lot of times when it's the female on the receiving internet, parents are upset and they don't know how to react. So they say, no, I didn't consent to this. They imagine what are fucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, the kid themselves can be embarrassed and then they're going to be like, well, no, they was, you know. Yeah, they forced me. Or they forced me. Like, I mean, it's a lot that goes into this situation and and it's, 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 it's ugly. But I mean, you know, back to the topic of registering, I, like I said, if, if you go down that slope and knowing or maybe not knowing, but once you find out, you definitely have to be like, all right, let me stop this. Because obviously I'm putting myself and this young lady at risk or vice versa. You know, just, I'm putting this young man at risk if you're young, if you're uh, older. I want to say older, but you ain't really that much. But you, if you're older than the person you have consenting to sex with and then saying, hey, is it risk me being put on a list for the rest of my life? Like, I mean, I. I don't. I, I, feel I go back to my. I go back to my question though. When? What does that? When do you check for ID? To me, at, at the initial onslaught of meeting. It, yeah, but how many times have you done that though? Like realistically, like now, you know, at our age. But like back then, I wasn't. No, but I mean, back then too. You know, how many of us was going to the court about it? So. Like today, like, you know, I would probably tell if I had, you know, I probably tell my kids like, hey, look, you're going to date somebody and try to use as much common sense as you can. Because they might not have ideas. These kids these days don't even be getting ideas until they like 20s. Right. But like, look, if you're going to date somebody, try to pick up on key factors. Right. So, you know, if you know you was doing something when you was in the eighth grade and you're not a senior. Let's try to figure out like whether or not that's to be something you should, you know, with that still you play. Like if you was talking about, oh, I'm about to get this, you know, I don't know, easy bake oven on and you in the 10th grade doing algebra, you you might, you know, you, yeah. you know, you know, pick up on the context clues. Right. But, you know, like I said, with that said, if you can ask or I think you should ask. Right. It may not be real life, but if you going on the side of CYA, ask, ask off rip. Um and I mean, just to avoid like this, just avoid to be on a list for the rest of your life or having to have your name register every time you move somewhere because of a mistake you made as a kid. Right. And I kind of agree with Keenan with what he said. Like maybe 
it could be to a point where all right, you serve your time, and after another five to ten years, after being with no incident, no no contact with you know anything, any children or having any sexual abuse case abuse cases against you, and maybe it could be up for okay, well you know this is you know only time you have to disclose this information is when you apply for jobs around children or around uh at like hospitals or something like that. Right. And as for child abuse, to me, I mean, that list really not public, or a lot of states don't have that list public. It's only public. It's not a public listing. You can request it if you like a company or organization that work with children. But to me, for if once you're on the child abuse and registry list, you can get off. Well, in Michigan, I know you can't remove your name after 10 years. Or you could always petition the court to say, hey, you know, I need to have my name removed for this list for child abuse, you know, registration. But I mean, again, if you're on that list, you know, not everybody had a, a severe case of child abuse, but people need to know, like we, we discussed this before, you know, using a weapon to discipline your child, i.e. a belt, extension cord, your house shoe, whether it's furry or not, is a weapon and you leave marks and bruises, you may end up on a child abuse registration list. I think that leads us into a good segue into our next topic, because, you know, them old people used to switch you with those um, switches. Well, so and it's funny, like ever since I've been thinking about this, I've been having more and more conversations uh, or just seeing more and more incidents. And so what we were discussing and Kenny, I'm going to start off with you is at what point should your elders start respecting you? So Kenny, I'm, I'm, I'm so, going to let so you. Was, did we just switch topics? Oh, yeah. Let me just clarify that for everybody. We are switching topics. We are no longer talking about registration list. <laughs> But no, no, everything. Thank y'all for your opinions on, on that register. And I think we brought some good points. But now nah, we're going to start switching topics to when should your uh, elders start respecting you? So when at some point you should be able to tell your adult parents, grandparents, no, just any adult. When should you start being reciprocated instead of you always being the one, uh, you know, bowing and, and being not that you're being disrespectful, but like. It seems like you always being the one that give it, give it up first versus somebody versus your elder. So, King, let me let me get your thoughts. I really think as soon as that kid is an adult at 18, because by law they can't listen to you, you can't force them, right? I think it's imperative that people respect their kids when they get 18 so they can have an influence. Like my son, Koran, right? He at Lane College, right? Um I talk to him a lot differently than I did when, you know, he was 13. You know what I'm saying? I told him, I said, you know, our relationship is different. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you and force you what to do. I can't punish you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm here to be like a father figure, friend, like all wrapped in one. So in order for me to do that, I have to respect him. So, you know, I talk to him every day via text or call and, you know, I tell him, like, hey, tell me what's going on, whatever issues you having. And when you have an issue, we work out together. We don't always agree, but the respect is there. And when you keep that respect, you always can be an influence and an impact to that person's life. So it's imperative. So I think right when you hit 18, you know what I'm saying? Because adults always wanted to say, hey, I'm an adult. I, it's because I'm, a, I'm an adult. I said so. So when I'm an adult, take the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's you know, have an adult relationship then. And that includes respecting what I say. I respect what you say and how you that's feel. That's what's up. And that's big of you to have, you know, to be able to have that introspective outlook. You know, it's just how y'all relationship is going to change and how it's morphing into something different. Samini, yeah. um, what's your thoughts? No, what's your thoughts? Well, to me, I think you should always show some level of respect as an elder. And this is coming from a person who have children now is that you should always show some level of respect to your child, right? I get you got that whole stay in a child's face and speak when you spoken to it. And for good reason, like that's just telling you how to peep the game and listen and like observe before you run in your mouth because you don't you don't always know as a child, right? But I think you should show some level of respect and help build their self-confidence of a child until you get to a point where you reach that, hey, I'm gonna tell you the real of the world and how it's gonna go. Um, but I think you should always at any level because they are a person themselves and they're learning. They're trying to morph. So I think as a, all, at some point you should always respect you, you, like your child or, you know, or children. Now, to the level of where I'm getting to this with is like 
I think at 18, maybe, you know, it should be progression, right? At 18, 21. But by the time I had like my own kids house, like it need to be a two way street. I ain't saying, you know, I obviously you my elder. Obviously, I'm going to do the world for you. And when you tell me I'm going to listen, because that's how I was raised. But it got to be a two way street. It can't just be always one sided. Like, you know, like I be having that kind of issue when my uh, grandmother sometimes would be like, you know, she'd be, she'll reach out and call my brother and be like, hey, have the boy call me. Why you can't pick up the phone? <laughs> like, like my number, my number the same? Like, why you can't reach out back to me? Or like, you know, sometimes you just, I, I feel that the older I get, the more I'm just like less holding my tongue. Like my aunt one day, my aunt one day said some shit to me. And to then I'm like, oh, I ain't got to fuck with you no more. And it's been like that ever since, right? Like, I ain't got to fuck with you. Like, why, what, like, you ain't even, you don't mean that much to me to even like have you in my space where I got to care about what you say. You're not about to have me upset. So fuck you. If you can't respect me, fuck you is how I feel, right? Which, which, you know, some people may disagree, but that's how I'm at. Like, I'm an adult now, I'm 35. If you can't respect me or my decisions, I listen to your opinion because I remain respected. But after that point, once you disrespect me, all best is off. And fuck you. I know that was harsh. But Smitty, how you feeling? Mm, I don't agree with neither one of y'all. I think you should always respect him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should always respect him. Like you ain't no listen. They lived his life a long time. That this is this is the only power they get. Uh, so sometimes we just gotta bite our fucking tongue and, le- and deal with it, you know. My mother do. My mother say some shit to me all the time. I'll be like, I'm like that's so disrespectful, you know. Uh, you know, but well, why gotta be like that though? Why exactly. can't we respect each other though? That's how I feel. I feel like it takes more energy to be disrespectful than it is to just be respectful. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm gonna still respect my elders regardless, right? See this, and I go into this. I'm sorry to cut you off this many. Um, older folks, they'll say because you corrected them or because you because you stuck up for yourself and said, no, nah, that's not cool. They call that disrespectful. If I tell my, my mother, like, no, nah, that was wrong. You shouldn't have said that. She'll say, oh, you talking back? You being smart now. And I'll be like, what? Right. what like, right I'm now? not telling you, no, nah, motherfucker, you doing this. You, I'm not coming at you. I'm, no. I feel like you can say whatever you want in a respectful way. So if you offended me, I should be able to say, no, nah, you know, that, that made me feel a certain way. I shouldn't have to, especially if, if no, fuck that. I shouldn't have to feel any way uh, uh, off of anybody else's actions or what they say. I, sh- I should, you know, not have to walk away and feel fucked up. Right, right. And I got to sit sit with that while you get to be all go about your day. I'm and old, shit. so I could do it. No. No, you know, fuck you, that. You got wisdom, so pass it on, and you can be respectful and show the younger generation how to respect and change shit. Like, when I get old, you, y'all niggas are going to see. I'm going to be respectful because I don't want my kids to not want to deal with me. Because For sure. Making them feel like shit, you know. And I want to be putting shady oaks. I want a nice fucking retirement. Nice, home, so. nigga. <laughs> so I want to your court and be like, "What up, nigga?" So, <laughs> Smitty, go back to your point. I I think that they have got they have been on this world long enough, and some of them have have raised us or been there. And this is a little a little power and enjoyment they get by like bossing us around a little bit. Um, I think we need to. Uh, let them be right. You know, I don't think it should be that type of, I agree with some of the things y'all said, like they should be respectful, but in the, the day we know that this is, they got to this point by, we've always been a child to them, right? No matter how old they get, we always going to be the kid. Like, you know, we, we understand because we grew up, we grew up in a different time and we grew up around this crap, right? Where we say, you know, I ain't going to treat my kids like my mama treat me or, my grandma treat me. I'm not going to treat my grandkids like that. Right. But at the end of the day, they, you know, like when, when you think about it, when, when you, when you, when somebody snap off at you a little bit, even though you, you may have said something wrong, you want to chuck them like, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you just raise up to me? And knowing that, you know, your kid could be 20 and you could be 50, but your kid raised up to you. You like, like, no, you ain't, I ain't, you ain't, I ain't scared of you. And they may not be scared. They may not be scared of you either. But, but I think at the end of the day, it's yeah, it's we come some two tussling bitches, huh? All right, we gonna, we gonna might be just be some two tussling the motherfuckers. Then we obviously <laughs> gotta fight that shit out. <laughs> you feel the strongest leak, motherfucker? It ain't nothing but space and opportunity, nigga. 
All I came to do was two things. I came here to drink beer and fight, and I'm all out of beer. So, so no, nah, I mean, so, so let me ask y'all this. Uh, how much disrespect will you or should you take from your elder? That's me. I'm going to go right back to you. Well, I, yeah. I, I think you just take it. Like, as much as you much as you can handle without without raising up. Like if you if you can't take it, you need to leave. But I, at the end of the day, I still think you should just respect them. They I, I have to go with their age and their uh the time they've been on this earth, they they're a little more wiser. I'm not saying they're right, but sometimes I mean, you know, it all depends. I mean, I don't even want to say it all depends. I just think you should respect them. And if you need to bite your fucking tongue and leave, bite your fucking tongue and leave. So let me ask so, you that. Do you think voicing how um how what they did or said to you, how it made you feel, is that disrespectful? No, I think I think you could tell them like, hey, you know, I don't think you should tell them in that moment, but I do think you should address it at a later date and say, hey, you know, last week or last month, you know, you said some real hurtful stuff to me and I don't appreciate it. But, you know what I'm saying? I think having a different tone at a different level may help that. But like what happens is you, your grandma say some shit, you know what I'm saying? She said she said your 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 hair on your hair on even or something and you wanna cuss her ass out. No, I don't uh, agree with that at all. No, yeah, I ain't saying cuss them out, but, but well, I mean, well, let me not say that. If that shit got to a point where it's warranted, then it's warranted, all best is all. You but know I ain't saying cuss them out. I'm just saying, you know, be like, hey man, that hurt my feelings. The fuck? I can see you and your brother doing that because, you know, like we peers. But once it's like an elder, I'm not going to cuss you out. I'll say, you know, ooh, ooh, I'm not going to take this. And then if you want to keep going, I'll just leave, you know, and get myself. Because I don't want to get to the point where I do become disrespectful. Because, you know, I always say, you know, the moment you become disrespectful, ain't nobody trying to hear what you're saying or your grievance. So you got to keep the respect. That's but, true. That's true. You know, uh, you're not going to get away with it. You know, I'm going to let you know, you know what I'm saying? Whether you like it or not, you're going to know. I'm going to just tell you respectfully. You but know? see, what if they take you getting up and leaving that disrespect? Then what? Well, you know what? And that's, that's why I bring it back to old folks. They they take anything but sitting there and being a punching bag as being disrespectful for the most part. You know, some, not all of them, but a lot of them that uh, think like that, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't say anything to me. I think that's more the actual. You shouldn't say anything that goes against me. You know, like don't disagree. It's pretty much that. Like whatever they say, take it. I ain't with that though. So, so Smitty, you brought up a good point as as an appropriate way to address disrespect. Have you ever had to address disrespect from an elder, and not saying a parent, but just just an elder in general? Have you ever had to address disrespect um, that was that was upon you from an elder? You know, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I had to address it in a way. Um, I'm just trying to think of like situations. Nancy, I haven't had to address it. Uh, like I haven't had to address it in person, but I've not had to address it on the phone. No, let me back up. I had to address it one time when I was a claim rep. Um, I had to address uh, uh, an older lady and, uh, you know, she 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 kept telling me that I. I was I was doing her wrong because she was a woman <laughs> and 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 I would because I wouldn't pay for something. And I said, no, I said I would not. I said just because you're a woman, you're doing it because I'm a woman. and I'm old. And, and I'm like, no, I'm, I said my mother's a, a woman, my sister. Woman, and I did this information that I'm telling you right now. It's the same for them. If they had a state farm policy, uh, um, they had a, a policy and it wasn't covered. I'm not going to cover it for them just like I'm not going to cover it for you. Right. Um, and just, you know, and I try to redirect the conversation, um, a lot of times you know, redirecting it, um, you know, saying some things, you know, cause sometimes they come back and cut, you know what I'm saying? Like you could, you know, you could say something like, was that nice? You know, come on, grandma, no, you shouldn't did that. Or, or, <laughs> uh, you know, like you say like, you you know, you try to do that. Cause sometimes it ain't even at the, it brought ain't even at you. Right. It's not even you. Sometimes it's. It's directed at at a spouse or uh, at at another sibling. You're like, was that nice? Let's bring that back. You know, so you try to redirect them. I think redirectionists sometimes work. Um, Sometimes they are more receptive after the moment has passed. 
Um, so those are some things that I would say if you are trying to address the disrespect, I would I would either try to redirect them or try to address it at a later date, but not too late because, you know, they're forgetful. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's I didn't say that yesterday. What do you mean? I, what do you mean? I said that yesterday. You said that yesterday. Well, no, today's so like, uh, like Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I had uh, like when I met my wife because she was older. She had kids. You know, my my family ain't like her or like the kids, and they would you know do little bullshit to the kids, and I wouldn't I wouldn't take that. Like growing up, I had my girl, grandma, my great aunt, grandmama, mama. You know, you take a lot of shit, especially from women that you just gotta right. swallow. And all they said, you know, when it comes to my family, I'm not, you know, that's that's my burden when I deal with them, but my family ain't going to deal with it. So, you know, I let her know how I felt, and she wrote me this letter, and it was just all types of wild shit, just disrespectful shit. So, you know, fast forward four, five years later, my wife passed, and I'm staying with my aunt, you know, and then, uh, you know, we got into a something, you know what I'm saying? She said something, and I'm like, dog, you know, and I'm like, oh, you wrote me this, you know, you know, understand how I feel. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't write that. No, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, I still have it. So I printed that email off of her. I still got to say to my AOL, baby, I printed that shit off. And I said, look, even amongst how you said this, I still love you. And you just hurt me. And I have a hard time getting over it because I can't trust that y'all really got my back when y'all was saying do the shit y'all did. I put it on the counter and walked away, dog. My grandma said she read that shit and went in her room and went to sleep. (laughs) And then she came and apologized about it, you know, a little later. And I'm like, you know, I appreciate it. But like, that's so far late. You know what I'm saying? After everything that happened. You know, shit. It was it, that shit be a stress on your marriage. So you know, I had to say something. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean that's real life. I, I myself, I think I've done what y'all said originally. Um, is just or what Smitty Smith said is like every time I either just take it or I just you know uh, get up and leave. Like, all right, yeah, it's it's about that time. Go ahead and go. I ain't had it. I mean, that's only the family because you know. If it's out in the streets and some elder, uh, it's only so much I'm gonna take from you. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. So out in the world, if y'all can listen to this, older people, it's only so much I'm gonna take before I be like, all right, let me turn around before I haul off and say some shit that's gonna hurt your feelings. Cause I don't give a fuck. As by the name of this podcast, fuck your feelings. So <laughs> if you ain't related to me, you got a better chance you related to me. You ain't related to me, yeah. I don't know. It don't look good for you. See, if you ever said to me, man, I'm not even giving you a second of my time. I'm going to walk off on your ass. Like, man, fuck right. you. In the middle of your... I don't know who you is. I like investing a second into you if you if you're not in my family, if you coming at me like that. Like, fuck you. So, with that, we are... You want to do work for the people? Yeah, go ahead and lean, in, uh, lean into us, man. Uh, so... Uh, Here's our word of uh, word from the people segment. Um, we're going to talk about uh, why black why why don't black men take up for black women? Uh, so, BC, you want to start us off? Why don't uh, why don't you think uh, black men take up for black women? Oh, I, so you telling you telling me to you telling me to go ahead and go over to the uh, Keenan, huh? <laughs> Keenan, you don't take up for black women. I take up for anybody. You know, I think of anybody. So, like, I don't, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, so what are you talking about? And what type of uh, situation are you referring to? Like, you got to be more granular with me and I can give you my opinion on it. So, say, say you out and you out in public and you see uh, a male Mm -hmm. um, disrespecting a black woman, um, cussing her out, calling her all kind of names. Um, you know, saying just just being just being rude and nasty to the woman, and um, and we just walk past it. So a lot of things go through my mind at that point. If I'm out at a, a club per se with my lady and I see that shit going on, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, but then I'm really gonna have to backtrack and think, okay, well, what what's really going on? Who is this nigga? I don't know this nigga. You know what I'm saying? I could step in. This motherfucker be crazy. Grab a bottle, bust me upside the head, and I'm looking stupid on the floor for trying to help somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You know, it it just all depends. Like 
what's going on. I analyze a lot of shit like that because, I mean, out here right now, that shit would be crazy. It'll go just like that. A lot of motherfuckers don't want to hear you correcting them and saying, like, no, nah, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to have to be prepared to scrap a nigga or kill a nigga. And should they have to come to that? It shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm. So, um, the reason that brought this up for me was the vi- there were some videos floating around where it was like in the, in the Bronx, it was like 15 young men jumped on this one girl, 15-year-old girl. And then another incident where 10 men stood around in Philly where this woman was just getting beat down by this guy. And it was just like, well, oh, no, 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 that's different. Yeah, like, like, it's like, well, damn, like, you know, when do we, you know, just step in and start taking up for our women? And at what point do we address this? Like, everybody quick to pull out their phones and just taping shit. But like, you sitting around, like, you know, I'd be hurt if I had 15 people stood around and watch my daughter get her ass beat, regardless of what she done. But just, I mean, this dude was throwing. This motherfucker was throwing haymaker. He was throwing Rocky Five blows and shit. Like he was out, like stumping this woman. She was on the ground, and it's just like, well, you you niggas all still around for what? Like, I mean, I get it. I I know there's neighborhood situations, and there's people in the neighborhood that you got to go back to and live with. But like, damn, bro, you gonna sit here and watch a a a, a young lady or a female get beat up and get get pants put on like that, and not do nothing, not even say anything. They ain't even say stop. Like, hey, all right, all right, enough. They just watching him beat the 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 hell out this woman, and then he had the nerve to flag the police down and be like, "Oh, she attacked me!" Like, come on, man. I, you know, like we gotta do better as you know, just as men here. So, so I, how can well, how is that not possible though? She attacked him first, and then he just whomped her ass. But see, this the thing is, it's a point to where if a woman were to hit you, are you just going to haul off and sock the shit out of her? Like, if she's just coming at you just bare fist. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, in, I'm going to really the equality, fuck yep. out you and be like, girl, go on, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm not going and you already know me and Shana, nigga, Courtney. So, like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not about to yeah, you know, I know. fall off you and sock the shit out you like that. Like, I'm going to get you up off of me. In the spirit of equality, I'm going to haul off and hit you. You say what? <laughs> In the spirit of equality, I'm going to haul off and hit you. Are you, are you going to address it that way? In the spirit of equality, I smite you, bitch, and just going to haul off and hit you. <laughs> listen, you hit a man, you, listen, you want equal, equal pay for equal work. You're going to have to take equal, you're going to take equal ass for equal, equal, um, it, shit. Nah. <laughs> Oh, Women are emotional, man. So they they tend to do shit like that. I'm gonna just get you now. We, we can't protect that. We can't protect that. Listen, now, listen, if you I ain't, that, I'm shooting you. Listen, <laughs> this nigga just said he gonna shoot the chick. Hey, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, I I ain't gonna listen. I have I ain't gonna lie. I have known some women come across some women in my time that was my size. And I'm going to let y'all know out there in the world, I'm 6'6 and 415 pounds. Them bitches hit hard. Them, them ain't going to be some light fucking head. Like, them, them going to be some hands. All right. I ain't, but like, it's the one point to defend yourself, it's a whole nother point to just fucking flat out just destroy another Fuck person. Somebody. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this, right? So I punch you, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. You gonna immediately punch me back? Yeah, maybe. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Can you hit me? Okay. A woman hits you, right? I'm gonna push her away. Possibly. I might push you away as a guy too. Y'all got these double fucking standards. Yeah. And yeah. it is. Y'all. I'm not. Fam. I'm gonna just. I, the most I do is push a woman up off of me. Like if she coming at me, like and I can't. You know. Bro, don't yeah. walk up. Listen, don't walk up to me. Don't walk up to me thinking you're gonna whoop my ass and and not gonna get your ass whooped. Like, how tall are you, Smitty? Six feet. Oh, really? Damn. Okay. Well, yeah, this this applies for you. You can't be no big nigga doing that shit to no female nigga. No, come on. Going to jail. Ain't no police officer here. No excuse. Like she was getting the better of me. Oh. So you you six six, Courtney, and you uh you hit this little girl. You hit a little Gary, nigga. No, can you imagine that I'd be like, I can have a busted eye and bruise, but as soon as I'd be like, I'm a fucking one right cross, bro. I ain't saying 
Yeah, I ain't saying let yourself get beat up, but what I'm saying is you ain't gotta be stuffing her and fucking trying to stuff a butthole in a woman. Like, come on, bro. And then with the case of the fifteen, the fifteen dudes that just swooped on one girl. Like, come on, what kind of shit is that? That's just some bullshit. Two piece or something, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna give her a two piece chicken dinner, then just let that be it. Don't just continue yeah. to pulverize the girl. Yeah, like, come on, like, man. I don't command. So, 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 okay, okay. So, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me take y'all double standard niggas out of here. <laughs> like, you can't. Then you should have the same standard for a man. No, that's a man. He, hey, we on equal ground, my nigga. So, if you want to put but your hands, is I, women? Women has equality now. Yeah, man. Job equality. Equality as a human. Yeah, whatever. But I'm talking about as far <laughs> as strength, my nigga. No, I'm not about to do that. I would knock her little ass out, bro. Damn. It would take nothing, right? Like, like if I actually use real strength, that should have taken nothing, man. I'm, well, I'm, I'm a backhander. Now, as a man, I might, I probably won't beat the shit out of you, right? If I'm defending myself, you swing on me, I may even let you have that first one because, look, maybe you feel in some type of way. But the next one, I'm going I'm to take that shit, I'm going to eat it, and then I'm going to choke living shit out you, and I'm going to throw you to the ground, and that's going to be the end of it. I might okay, sit on you. Okay, I, I, got, I got one for y'all. How about shaking her? No, no, listen, I got, I got one for y'all. You getting your ass whooped like Eddie Murphy you got hurt his ass whooping Hollow Knights on Della Reese. What you gonna do? Hey, nigga, just stop fighting outside your weight class is what I'm telling you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Hey, at that point, at that point, she came at that nigga, he should not have pulled the gun out of her pinky toe, by the way. He could have two when uh I mean he was trying to fight her and he just couldn't win. So no, man, stop fighting outside no, your no, weight class. She pulled that razor away. Hey. You she said that up. And then sometimes you got to take that ass woman like a man. Pulling the gun was wrong, but you got to piece that nigga out. I would have told her I'm sorry. I'd have been like, I'm sorry. Yeah, she did pull a razor out, though. She did pull a razor out. Like, what did she say? He, he, he said, put that razor away. He said, I'm not. I got the cut. And then he pulled his gun out. Put that damn razor away. Put your damn knob, crusty motherfucker, the fuck off your foot. It wasn't that big ass. It wasn't one of these plastic garbage cans. He don't want no fucking metal, ricochet, bullet ass garbage can. That bitch was iron. That nigga hit her with an iron fucking trash can. That shit was rust. That was iron. But look, though, if that was your mama, would you have wanted her to pull a razor on that nigga after he done hit her with a damn metal fucking 20-pound garbage can? Oh, yeah. So, really, that was on him. He yeah, escalated that shit. I'm just saying, we got to be better. Listen, we got to be better. You talking about Vera? No, Vera. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Well, oh, quick, quick, quick. Quick, got his ass real quick. Vernus Brown, Vernus Brown. Vernus. <laughs> <Ernest. laughs> You gotta get your ass real quick. <laughs> quick to whip somebody's ass. <laughs> no, like I'm saying, as men, we gotta do better. For, like, like we gotta do better. Like, treat our women more respect. Stop being so. I get it. This whole equality thing got you niggas feeling a different type of way. But that don't mean you treat a woman like that, man. Like, especially just we have to protect our women, nigga. Going back to got Tupac, to. we gotta protect our women. We got to. That's what we here for, man. Is protect our women, whether you know her or not. With the with the last five minutes of the podcast, you want to talk about Corona? Oh, this shit, damn! Hey man, look, I'm over here snotting the season and shit. I gotta keep putting the uh, the call on hold because nigga, I keep having the cough on my right on my right lungs. So I might got. I, I don't the got, only thing, the only thing I really want to say about it is, I think this was very good information, right? That um, people people are kind of confused on why this is called a pandemic and not an epidemic. And so I think to educate our listeners, the difference, um, and I came up with a good example to kind of mm-hmm. explain it so <laughs> that people know. Um, so epidemic is usually centered in one particular location or country, right? So like China, when the, when the COVID-19 broke out in China, that was considered an epidemic. And so if you think about epidemic as epicenter. Yeah, you hear me? No, you was on mute. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you all fucked up, Smitty. You in the roll, brother. Come on, now. Look, I was going in, and I didn't think y'all could hear me, so. Uh, I had to, my bad. 
As you were. Continue. So if you think of epidemic as epicenter, like the center, like an earthquake where it starts, right? That's the epidemic. If you think about pandemic, pandemic is it's not into one location, right? It pans out, right? So it has moved on past the, the start of it and it's moved out to other nations. So it has panned out. So I think those are two good ways to kind of look at it. So in the future, whenever you hear the term epidemic or pandemic, you kind of know because people are like, it's an epidemic. I'm like, no, it's a pandemic because it's broader than an epidemic. I think that was a good kind of lesson. Look at that uh, need to know information that this nigga gave was after school special. Yeah. I appreciate that, Smith. Sorry, I interrupt your flow. You fine. Uh, so we all are in different states. Uh, I think our cases here in Illinois is up to sixty six confirmed, which I, I uh, cases um, with I don't know how many deaths. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't know if it's been any in, in okay. Illinois. Maybe two. I don't think so. I don't think there any deaths. Right? I, don't know. I don't think there's any in Illinois, and I don't know about Michigan either. Did y'all have any Texas? Many? Uh, we have we have one, I think now, and we're up to we're up to fifty, I think. <clears throat> so um, I think it's very interesting that um, it took us so long as a society to start making mandates and, and causing what this is, which is a national emergency, right? Like we saw about like two weeks ago, we seen the, oh it's a case in Seattle and it was like, oh these people dead, eight up to eight dead. But it was like, why when this hit, even though we knew it was widespread across these different countries, why did it take so long? You know, I'm glad it is out there as a national emergency now, but like why did it take so long? And it only seemed like it took until the president being in a room with somebody and having to be tested till he was like, all right, wait, maybe this shit is a little realer than I thought. So he's negative, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's negative in all in all aspects of life. He's negative, right? Well, you know, I have to I have to I have to under, I understand where you're coming from, but I also have to kind of disagree with y'all. Like the president's response to this is I mean, first, I mean, he is kind of slow with it, but definitely he this is the first this is the first epidemic that, uh, or pandemic, right? That any president has to deal with in, in our lifetime, right? So, no. Yes. SARS. In our lifetime. Oh. So, SARS was not an epidemic. It was. It wasn't like people talked about SARS, like West Nile, but it wasn't. It wasn't in a sense. It's, this is spreading so fast and so rapidly that um, it's. That's they cool. never. They never declared SARS or. Uh, N1H1, bird flu, West Nile, they never considered them all pandemics. They've never declared them. They never the only pandemic, pandemic in the present in, in our history, like me being alive, that we've ever had. Yeah, I've never heard of pandemic. And so the president, like, he don't, we don't have any history on how to respond to stuff like this. So, I, you know, in his, def- I mean, in his defense, he's like, he's like, well, let's start, he, I mean, he's actually, he's actually, aggressive with his with, with his things if you think about other nations that didn't do what he's what he's done like we only have we're up to 2,000 cases now right where right. other countries were up to 12,000 cases before they closed borders so the fact <laughs> is that we have 2,000 cases and the president is shutting down borders to Europe like that is yeah, huge look, how much it, look at how long it took still like if he all this should have been put been getting put in place you know a while ago you know, his attitude towards it, he just wasn't taking it seriously. He just was obtuse, like completely obtuse to it. Whatever. So all that time that uh, he was just sitting there not taking it seriously, that was crucial. He, that could have been time spent to uh, curtail it at least, a, you know, a little bit. It could have been one life saved. You know what I'm saying? Like he it wasn't serious to him at first. Right. So like, I. I, I agree with you, Smitty. I do commend him for the fact that he has stepped up aggressively once he realized how serious this ha- is and could be. And I appreciate all the governors out there who took took it upon themselves to um, get the word to say, hey, listen, um, let's close schools. Let's make this a state of emergency. Let's uh, make sure that we you know, figure out a way to kind of, you know, mitigate the, the damage that this could cause by, you know, putting social distancing rules and, and things like that in effect. So 
I think once we got everybody got on board, it's been pretty good from there. Um, but it, you know, like you know, it just I guess maybe, and, and and this probably may not be fair. You know, it, it just could be my own dislike for you know the current administration that you know is just lumping into one and this more one more thing, right? So he is acting like I said, like it ain't as bad as it is in Italy. Italy is up to two hundred deaths, and that was as of last night that I saw it. I don't know what they're up to today. Um, so he did act once, you know, once it became serious. Uh, what is up what, to sixty eight as of noon today? Sixty eight. Okay. What I would like to address is for the people out there, people, I know y'all are nervous. I know they told y'all to stack up on supplies, but be considerate of other people. If you buy 7,600 rolls of toilet paper, at least try to donate some of that to your neighbors and people out there because y'all leaving people without, even though I know y'all trying to stop. Don't fucking buy toilet paper. Yeah, like (laughs) seriously, man, you're going to have to go out at some point. Just take the precautions. Let, let's let's talk about this, right? Let's talk about two things. One, fucking hand sanitizer don't fucking work. Right. Thank you. Second, second, second. I don't know if y'all know that COVID nineteen can live up on surfaces for up to nine days. Yes. And, then, and it's airborne now in China, supposedly. So and then okay with that and then it's airborne. Like hmm. and then um don't fucking buy toilet paper like. People, the only people who should be like stocking up on things like this is if you're going to, if you, if you've been in contact with somebody with COVID-19, you should, you should at least be prepared to be isolated for right. 14 days. That's what you really need to have toilet paper and food for. Um, people are going out here and buying all this stuff and, um, and you can't go work out. So you're just going to get fat eating it. Like what? And then you're just going to be, you're just going to shit. And you're just going to be, you're going gonna to use a roll, just a roll, just to wipe your ass. <laughs> just a roll. No, wipe you your know, ass. <laughs> look, when the summertime hit, motherfuckers going to be selling this shit on Facebook market. Like, look, I got all this toilet paper for you. They're going to be cool. Like they couponing. Niggas going to be selling washing powder and toilet paper. You know, that's what's going to happen. That shit going to end up on eBay. So just wash your hand for 20 seconds. Uh, I'm going to talk about this. Keenan got he got a good uh, way in his house that he's got this yeah. set up. So at work, I made a document and I put it all in bold and different size fonts and text and all. And I put at the top, "Do you want coronavirus? Do you want to die from coronavirus? Then wash your hands thoroughly." And I put um, count to twenty. Well, I, I, I put lather your hands, wet them, and lather your hands. Continue lathering for twenty seconds. Rinse thoroughly, then dry. And I put that up in the bathroom. So it's a reminder, you know. But I'll tell you, um, and Courtney and I were talking about it before recording. Hands are getting dry, you know. Like, all this washing, my hands are cracking. It's horrible. But I ain't going to get no corona. Yeah, I mean, this is what should have been done previous to this. And it's sad that it took a pandemic to happen for you nasty motherfuckers out there to fucking know how to wash your hands, you grown-ass bastards. Like, you motherfuckers out here, all this could have been, could be avoided just by simply making sure you wash your hands, making sure you disinfect properly. Listen, when you got your towels in your bathroom, I know they look pretty and they're decorative. Dry your motherfucking hands on them towels and then throw them in the washroom because towels are only supposed to be used up to, like, one day when them towels hang you, all right? They hold bacteria. People with dish rags, they hold bacteria. Make sure you wash that stuff, people. Make sure you wash your hands. Make sure you have practice good hygiene. All this could have been avoided. Your phone. Don't go wash your hands and pick up your phone. I know. I do it too. Wipe, disinfect your phone. Use them disinfected wipes. Clean that shit off. If you can find some lights all at this point, because motherfuckers are buying that shit up like hotcakes, spray your shit down, air your house out. Make sure you get, you know, be healthy and be safe, all right? And with that said, fellas, y'all got any uh anything else? Any last words? Buy oh. some motherfucking gloves. Yeah. They should just uh, hit your ass up. You should remember some. Wash your hands, people. And uh if you have IG, go to sky underscore edibles and go ahead and give me a follow. So and with that, follow us. Uh fuck your underscore yo underscore feelings, IG, Twitter, Facebook. Um People, we love you out there. We want to hear from you. So hit us up. The podcast, FYF, 
at gmail.com. You got any questions? You want us to read your emails on, on um, the podcast? If you want to be a guest on the podcast, hit us up. We're down to have you. Uh, Keenan, thank you, bro, for coming on in this okay. Corona time. Even though y'all niggas barricaded in y'all house, ain't got shit to do. Smitty, I appreciate you. Love y'all both. Um, listen, people, go ahead and get these listens up. We want, we want, we want you uh, to be able to do more podcasts for you because we love doing this shit and it uh, means a lot to us. So, with that said, as always, fuck your feelings. One.